Hey everyone, welcome to the Betsburts Golf Open Championship Betting Preview. I am Ryan Noonan and excited, as always, to be joined by my friends. First, the director of all things content related here at Betsburts. It is Andy Molitor. Andy, exciting times, last major of the year. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm pumped. I had a bad week last week, Ryan. Like my matchups, I, I saw so much value and I just didn't do things quite right or something. I've talked about this on shows before. It's like when when I have my numbers right for the week, I'm excited to play like fringe edges because it's like, all right, if I'm winning on day one, I'm winning the rest of the weekend. And my I played six round one matchups in Scotland, and I think they started 0 for 4. And then the last two weren't looking good. I pushed one of them. It was like the biggest push of my lifetime. Ended up getting bailed out by Xander. Hitting it outright does uh, saves you a lot of shame when you're doing poorly otherwise. But yeah, Scotland was rough. And then it sucked because Barbasol was really good right off the bat. I was hitting stuff. And then I really didn't get a lot of chances to play round three and four matchups because of the nature of the weather. So weird week, but it was good to see the guys playing some uh, on that turf, on that style course to get a little prep work in for this week. And yes, I'm jacked. It's this and then three poopers before we get to the playoffs. <laughs> Which are sometimes a pooper, to use your term, uh, of their own. But uh, hey, you know what? You got a Xander outright, like, uh, you know. I mean, I'll I'll let you uh, get in your feelings a little bit about your your missed matchups, but uh, hit winners. Jeff will hit winners, right? We'll take winners all day. Ryan at the U.S. Open, I do a poll. Like I made a mock video promoting my betting card, mocking Phil Mickelson's press conference about apology, like whatever. And premise was like, I'm betting Xander this week. I'm sorry to the people who follow me. But having to apologize for betting Xander that week didn't also feel like it was unwarranted. Like, there are people who follow me, and I'm telling you to bet Xander Shoffley. Like, I don't know what, like, I'm doing it. And it's so funny to think a month ago I did that. <laughs> and all the times I bet him, and now he's a winner. And last week there's a double freaking barrel. To not bet Xander Shoffley in a 36-hole pro-am at his, like, regular PGA number or two points short of that? What a dummy! <laughs> and then we all talk. I mean, people bet. Andy Benham must be. Look what saying. It just feels like it's such a great, fair number. He's actually in form, and he's winning. This is the number that we all, like... It was 18 you could have gotten last week. Like, this is the number they make you bet almost regularly with Xander in big tournaments. Now, this is in form, Xander. And then there were at Ryan, after he won that goddamn Travelers, didn't bet him. Now, all the stands, they don't come pick on me because, like, I'm a very pro Xander guy. They see that I've, like, put it down the well with him, drafted him first round in a fantasy league that I did, drafted uh, uh, Scheffler in the second. So, like, run away. Yeah. You know, run away? Like, bro, there's the Yankees, and then there's, like, what I've done. Okay? Uh, there. Um, but but after the Travelers, 365, we talk about their boosts often. The day after he won the Travelers, you know what they did? And they didn't take it down after a day either, which they'll do if they're getting hit hard. I've seen them take shit down after an hour. They put Xander 33-1 to 1 to win the Open Championship, <laughs> essentially saying, 
You just saw him win Sunday. Like, I dare you to think he could do it again. Sorry, I'm getting worked up. I love Xander. It's great to see anyone close to the Xander program always said, watch what's going to happen. And it's like the players you always back. Like, watch what's going to happen. You know, when they finally, like, get it. Like, watch. You're all going to just be in shock and awe. And now it's it's shocking awe. Yeah. Yeah, the only complaint is, like, it kind of feels like there's a lot of comps. It could feel like Molinari's form winning Carnoustie, where Xander finished second. Like, there was a wagon of form. Just did it. You could argue it feels like Scotty before the Masters. People were like, ah, number's too short. He's won too much. (laughs) Did it. Um, So, and the only, I guess, question now, the negative would be like, okay, but now we're asking for first major at like a 14 to one like that is a scotty did it but before scotty did it at least in our era of betting golf that's like a rarefied air sort of thing like day dj but guys that you just knew were gonna do it scary to think day only has one i could do a whole sideshow on jason day but he's amazing i'm not picking on him if no, yeah. I don't want your, to your, sta- your stable of guys is huge. <laughs> like there's you have so many guys that, no, I don't even I know. Forget, I forgot you're a fan. I just guy. mean like I'm not picking on him. He won one major. If you know his childhood story, like that should be worth seven majors. Like what he's a con- yeah. anyhow. I don't want to turn this into a Jason Day thing, so I'm playing this week. <laughs> just saying day, DJ, uh, even like Spieth, uh, like just Rare, like really rarefied air type players. Rom last year at the U.S. Open, but like all players was like, just you know what I'm kind of saying. Well, New yeah. Zealand is very so, two years from now. Yeah, so now we're yeah. If he doesn't do it this year, exactly, pretty much, right? Um, so yeah, so but now like we're here. But I don't. If you want to take it, even if you want to play it with the maximum placings, it's something I would never do. But people do it. Like it's not that crazy. You can tell him fire it up today. I mean, I'm wearing my fourth and Staley shirt, which I don't think I've worn out of football season because, like, didn't really end well. And, mm. you know, but it's just, guys, after this weekend, I'm not going to lose money like this till week one. So there's, like, a breath of air for me. Like, they're really, you know, this is the last love major <laughs> championships. Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's, you know, come on. Wagon of experts. Let's let's. It's the last one. It's kind of sad to think about, but I'm just. I like get my mind. Like football season's the next major championship. This is where I got to put myself. And yeah, so I'm 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 fired up. And if you're going back to Xander, Andy, I think you are. Like go, yeah. Be if I'm gonna lose money, there are players under like fifteen to one that I'll be happy to see win, like Rory or Xander. Like the golf fan in me would love it. So I'm, I can't complain. Agreed. Sorry, I've said a lot, but I'm. Let's go. Oh, it's, it's good to be fired. I'm happy when you're fired up, and it's about the PGA instead of the other. We don't. We we're we're gonna. We don't have live stuff to talk about outside of Greg Norman. Well, we got live guys fine. in the tournament. Yeah, which we is got, live got guys. Got, I got a yeah. The live bet, live bets are kind I of coming. Well, up. yeah. I, I don't know. Team live. I, I, I bet a live guy. We'll, we'll talk live. We 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 definitely will, and I think it's fine letting him in, and it's fine. Telling Greg, we don't want your circus in town. So you just stay. And it seems team. like the meet just quickly. It does seem like at least the moment. No, it's Tuesday. I don't really know. Maybe I've even missed something this morning. It does feel like at least this moment in time, 
which is kind of shocking because British tabloid European press can even be more intense than American press. And you even hear Graham McDowell's gotten death threats. Brooks Kepka has been a grumpy SOB. Reed's been like, uh, you know, just showing off his opulence. Bryson's at least given back to charity. I haven't heard any of them tell us about death threats. So they take it to a different level over there. But it does at least feel like Tuesday, lunch, close to lunchtime, our time, the, the reporting on the grounds kind of respected the 150th Open Championship and kind of wanting maybe. They took the sign. You've kicked Greg out. Maybe that's a sign that we're all going to handle this differently this week. Maybe. You've had your questions at a, at a couple majors in our last major. Maybe. Maybe. Because I haven't seen it like the, the non-stopness of previous recents. That, that, and that's what I'm, I'm fine with them. It just kind of made it. They didn't make a big deal out of it. All the all the press were seeing, you know, great some great photos with Tiger and Jack and just, you know, all these former winners and all these great players are there. And they just they're just focusing on St. Andrews. They're focusing on the field. They're focusing on who's there and the, the history of it. It's, it's been I mean, it's only it's Tuesday at 10 a.m. my time. And I'm still I mean, we got a long ways to go. And I've, I've yeah, you need debriefs from ladies soccer, yeah. right? Yeah, so you got to oh come God. up from air for lady soccer to, to talk some golf. Lady soccer has been in my head, but yeah, it's been, it's been great. And I am going back to Xander and I, I just real quick Xander diatribe. Like it's similar to Zalatoris where we do the whole, what if game where it's, you can really do a, what if when it's a playoff, you know, when, Hey, he made it into a playoff. He was the best golfer. He just happened to tie with someone else and, you know, playoffs are a bit random, I think. So we do that with Zal and say, like, what's the narrative around him if he has two wins? Or he binked one last year, too. You know, it's a whole different guy. And, I mean, Xander was ripe for popping. I mean, it was uh, the M, or excuse me, the the desert one. My God, why can't I think of it? The the waste management. The waste management. Oh, he, Super Bowl. he was right there. And just like he was right there, Scotty was just too good. Like, Xander played amazing in that tournament. Scotty was just... You know, I, yeah, that was. He also like felt like he gagged it. It was amazing, but like then it, it felt like a gagging. So it was like, oh, well, he did and, it again. But yeah, the same thing well, at well, AT and T. What if like, in, in nineteen he holds off Tiger? Yeah, he, he closes the Masters again. Not, not not the same group as Tiger, mm -hmm. but like against the aura and the like momentum that Tiger had on that Sunday. And Xander just shows up and his nails. And or if he didn't follow up his eagle or his big play on, or Hideki's mistake on 16 at the Masters by putting it in the water himself. Mm -hmm. um, uh, well, and the the AT&T yeah, no, this year, there. Like, all... he, he opened the AT&T with kind of a – it wasn't a horrible round, but like he was nails for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. He came up three shots short because he shot like a 70 or 72 on – on Thursday, like he's had tournaments where he's played very well for 54, like 65 the, holes. It goes to Mayo's argument on what true or not argument, the true argument on what win equity means. Xander was 18 to 20 because he had win equity. People would look at the career wins and say, use that or like his ability to not win in a run and be like there. He was lacking win equity. But I think like the true meaning or like the smartest guy in the room based on the true definition of win equity is that it's like just give like a chip in a chair at, at dinner time Sunday is win equity. Damn. Even if you never win, if that makes any, any sense. No, it makes sense. Yeah, it, it does make sense. So.
And we'll uh I'm I have a huge card. I may have bet eight guys already. I got a big card too. Because it's so, a major to major. Time to lose money. Um Same. I told then, myself too that I was gonna wait and feel better about the weather. Wait. Wait for tea times and uh yeah, I'm saying it's a it's a deep card and I feel good about it. It's actually a card that is not very unfamiliar to anyone who's listened to this show over the last Isn't that what months. happens with majors? Like you might give it in one or two spots, but it's kind of this intrinsic belief. I and again, like even think like maybe wild cards and not say I'm not gonna play some bombs will come into play. In the end, like I just no, I stick into like my zone, yep. like 25 to 50 to one, and just, just <laughs> dropping them. So I got I got weird with a couple. I I dropped some bombs because depending on the weather, there's gonna be yeah. Now there's a, a couple. Chance. I got a list of bombs that I need to pick from. I've not bet a bomb yet, but I have a list that I want to bet on. They're players I like, but they're players I believe in. We'll get to them, but. Anyone else under 20 with anything? Andy, you mentioned your Xander. There are 21s now showing for John Rom, guys. The Ooh. last time he was over 20, I, I one of my it was a big it was at Memorial. Uh I laughed at it, I crushed it. I was like, you're all crazy. And maybe this doesn't feel like that, but there's a two in front of John Rom. And it was hard to to he survived every cut I've made. It would be really hard for me to add him now. There'd have to be some incredible boost, but there's a two in front of Rom, and that means you survive pretty much to the end of my bet making process when that happens. <laughs> I I know I don't love Rom just from a you know my numbers love Rom because he has played well, and a lot of it is hey if you if you're gonna backdoor these top fives, top tens all the time, and just have all these good finishes, even if you weren't really in contention, quote unquote, like you're gonna look good in my numbers. It's just I haven't been able to play him because it's still short for a guy who hasn't been, you know, really really getting after a win outside of Mexico. But yeah, that number is getting kind of big for a guy where it's one of those where you almost have to think about playing it just off principle. Uh, question yeah. from Bobby here in the and this is goes to what we're talking about. Bobby Heimrich here in the chat says, I think Rory plays well this week, but I can't justify a 10 to 1. Yeah, that's I mean, that's where I'm at with Rory. His number is probably fair. A says any creative Rory angles to get some exposure. It would cost me like three bodies. It would cost me over three bodies. I don't want I'm if he wins, I'm happy for him. I'm just not betting him. Um, you look at the stats since May 1st. I just saw the rate stat from the last hour. He's top 10 in everything. I mean, I think it's ninth in putting, which is his like weakness at the moment, which is incredible for, for, for Rory. I am worried as the golf fan. I'm worried if Rory doesn't nip one this year, what sort of mental pretzel he's in this winter with the form he entered every single one of these suckers in. And has had nice first rounds, right? The first oh, round. Yeah. I even mentioned that with, with, with Mayo. The first I was, 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 was going to say. Yeah, I yeah. might just bet him first round leader and and then free roll the tournament from there because I don't know if I like him at this number, but you can get a little better price on first round leader. And, um, and, and yeah. people too, you know, they mentioned like, oh, what about, you know, they? I don't think I heard Rory's name thrown in this, but people have said like uh, that they're leaning towards players who played last week, like, 
kind of can't use Rory in that argument at all because he's from here. He's grew up on this sort of stuff. He played a bunch of golf. He went, and he went and played a bunch with Tiger. Like he's he gets this turf. He's gonna be fine. I think he plays well. I can't bet him at that price either. But I yeah, expect he, him there he to is the a end. first round leader for me. If you bet him, like you bet, like, yeah, if you want to make your cut, like I, I could do it. Like Rory with a 50 is like, yeah, no, it would just be a half of a card and I'm not, yeah, I, I can't do it, but I see it. And I have friends that are doing it. Like our, my buddy Andy Lacks doing it. I trust him as much as anybody. He doesn't, you know, for him to lay that chalk, it's well, okay. But I, I, yeah. Yeah. Our guy PGA splits. Uh, Ron is, is laying on, uh, on the Rory took the DraftKings boost to get up to 12. If he but... wins, I just hope it's not by a touchdown. Like let's have a good one. Yeah. But his win will probably be by um, by a touchdown. I can't stomach a runaway unless it's one of the eight guys I bet. Then we'll be fine with it. <laughs> Man, speaking just one last thought on last week, like Xander had that putt to go to 10 under. And I'm like, oh man, this is going to be a pretty sweat free Sunday. And then an hour later, I think he's a shot back from um, kind of Kitayama right? or something. Like, and I'm, yeah. it was nice getting the win, but boy, a, a sweaty Sunday is more fun. Like, I yeah. do like, uh, I do You're like never a good free. At least nothing. I don't know. I didn't have you guys had the post that like uh, not stress free. I don't know. Whenever I got a guy with a nice lead on Sunday, he'll always come back to the pack. Yeah. Um, I was DOA on Sunday, so I went out and played myself. So I didn't uh, sweat the Xander with you, but uh, happy you won. Before we get into the weeds, Andy, I know you wanted to talk about some stuff that we have going on uh, quickly at Betsburts Golf. Yeah, we have. A, we said, what are we going to do for the swing season? We said, let's just make it really accessible for people who want to try things out, want to check out some of the features, the premium content, the discord where we put all our picks. Like I talk about basically all my outrights on here. If you want my outright, just watch this show. I'm going to give them all out for free, but all the picks from Ron, you, me are all on the discord. And we said, again, it was going to be a swing season promo, but it's hard to build the excitement around the Zozo. So I said, let's just, you know, push it up. Let's do it on a major week. So right now, if you want a dollar a month for full access, just a lot of our stuff is still in beta. A lot of it's still new. You know, we're having fun. We're winning. We all, uh, all three of us are positive units for the year and in the discord there, but a lot of the tools still are, you know, in the works. So we're not only, you know, looking for you guys to get to try it out for cheap, but it's great to get more eyes on these tools so we can get more feedback from people, continue to improve and work on our, uh, you know, tools and data. So dollar a month, literally just go to betspurtsgolf.com. There's a sign up button. It's for the rest of the year, dollar a month for like five months. So January, January 1st, that goes back up to normal pricing, but hell of a deal. Check that out. And then, yeah, we do have a new tool is fired up right now. It is in beta testing. It's live on the site, free to anybody. It's a kind of a you know a PJ splits calls it a splits tool because he loves the word splits, but <laughs> I call it a filtering tool. It it allows you to look at you know who's done well under certain conditions, similar to other other things maybe you've tried in the past. And we're going to continue to work and improve on that too. So I'm, I'm going to probably try to get that on screen on the show next week a little so we can show you a little more but check that out it's live right there on the site too betsbirdsgolf.com yep awesome and 
like Andy said, it just, we just went live with it this morning. Uh, it's definitely in beta mode. Play around with it. Uh, give us feedback. Yeah, you, know, you might find some holes in it. We're already working on the second version of that to be uh, really expansive and something that can be a core piece of your process every week. We're really excited about all the things that are coming there. So dollar a month is is fantastic. Um, like all the things that Andy said, it's it's definitely worth it. And you get about six months of that. So, all right, some other guys that are south of 20, Jeff. Um, you know, Jordan, obviously, when we think about Open Championship magic and what it takes, like I'm not a Jordan guy. I bet Jordan last year at St. George's, that was very, very tough because I'm I typically more often than not would bet Morikawa over Jordan. That was tough to watch. Uh, Scotty continues to stay obviously south of 20 where he should be, though I'm seeing a 20. Uh, there's a two in front of his name at a couple of spots as well, yeah. along with Rom and Fitz. Those are most of the guys that are south of 20. Is there, are you taking a bite of the apple below 20 or are you kind of staying in that range that you typically do? I haven't hit on any of those guys. I totally get the Spieth stuff. Um, and if you bet him, you know, people want to have it both both ways. Like, to me, even going into Sunday, I don't care if he came, like, first or eighth. He kind of already showed enough that, like, if I'm betting him, like, yeah. that's fine. But, you know, people want to pick on him, like, for ignore that people are ignoring how he finished or, or some blow-ups while in contention. I don't know. I'm just not there. I bet him at 40 last week. I thought, and I even said, I think this is a chance, like double next week's number, weaker field. Like this is my wing on on Spieth. I'll miss the Spieth win. And as I say, I bet him last week. So I'm going to say this. You can now remember, I bet him last week. I say this almost every major now. Don't want to see him win. Really don't want. There's not really many people in the field that bother me to win. There's so many guys I'd just rather see win for a first time than to see him just add to it to the collection at non-majors he can win as many as he wants the moment i'm still anti-speed in majors couldn't agree more yeah it's just not a guy I typically back but but again like would be surprised if he wins by a touchdown no um because he's kind of got it in him but i anything for you andy i know the the xander thing as we've talked about but i don't think you've shot anywhere else up here no, Xander, 16, 17, it's going to be a play. I just, I have to, I, I don't have a reason outside of, well, he can't win every tournament he enters. Like his numbers are, his numbers are amazing right now. He Isn't should be funny? Like we want form, but we want form until you win. And then yeah. we discredit it because you just won. So you can't do it again. Which yeah. is like this. Yeah, but you still game. want form. But man, you saw some of those, like, why well, watch them come home on the, like some, when things got real tight, even when you had to stay down just one, the lag putting display is like unconscious. Yeah, it's like eighty feet to a foot. Yeah, um, oh, they, they, yeah, I know which one you're talking like, about. That was yeah. There wild. are multiple. There, there are a few of them. Like just really long range, and then you know, nuts. Like he just really was stress free. I mean, was stress free Sunday. But those stress-free, like, 80-footers, man, I'll give a toe for one of them on Sunday if I have a guy I, in attention. Uh, I, hit, I hit, like, an 18-footer to a foot, and I was happy. You know? It's just like my, my, if my leg putting from, like, 20 feet looks like that, I'm happy. Yeah, hit, eight, like I was going to say hit an 18-footer to about 8 feet past the other day, and I was really upset. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I had, I had some nasty uphill lies over the weekend where I just picked it up. I said, well, I'm not going to embarrass myself in front of my kid here. But, yeah, Xander, Xander <laughs> is on the card. As far as short names, so, like, I, I said, and I, again, I don't remember this because I have the goldfish memory. I don't remember if I said this on the air or if I talked about this before we went live with you guys, but I do have eight guys that I'll be betting and four are reasonable. They're in the Jeff zone and four are not four are very, very deep bombs. So I did stay near the top. I think the longest I went was in the thirties. So I did find some decent sugar Shane prices. I'm fine betting a guy who's, you know, he's done it before on this sort of place. You know, he's yep. he's fine over here. He's again, it's a guy, it's a European, it's a it's an Irishman. Like it's in his numbers, all suss out. Like I've been betting him a little bit lately. I haven't been rewarded much outside of some matchups, and honestly, there's there's some decent numbers on him in the low to mid twenties. Like Lowry's making the card. I I don't it know. What to, I don't know how to not do it. I know how to not do it because I'm not, but I do agree it all susses out. Yeah. And I even like, I know how well he's been playing. I stare at these odds every week. We do a show. I watch the golf. Like, um, even in that team I told you that had those two at the top has Lowry on its back end wagoning. Anyhow, enough of that. Um, but the stats like blew me away this week where I'm like, okay, I'm not crossing it. Like he's going to survive. He survived. I just didn't bet him. I, I bet other guys. I wouldn't shock me. I'm supposed to be prepared for it, but I didn't bet him. Going into the week, I was thinking Lowry would make the card because I do think that he plays well, regardless of what, what we get for weather conditions, right? Where I think if it's just a spot where it's nice and clean and wedge play matters a lot, um, he can scramble a little bit. And then we obviously know if the weather gets completely wonky and sideways, that's how he won his Claret Jug. So like he kind of checks the boxes no matter how it plays. So um, the only shot I took at the top was the same one I took last week. It did not work very well, uh, but it's just a guy that I bet a lot. And I, if we're going to get into a spot where a wedge play matters, like inside under 100 and hot putting, hopefully, I, I bet Justin Thomas at 22. Justin North of 20, it's just a, it's really hard for me to avoid. I know he didn't look good last week at the Scottish, but again, as Jeff talks about, very, very easy to tell yourself a story and to discredit that if you needed to. If he would have top threed, I mean, like, look at his form. This guy's nails the week before a major. That's his track record. So I'm just kind of crossing it off. The back was bothering him a little bit the week before. He wanted to get some rounds in, played a little bit in the, uh, you know, the, the pro-am there on the weekend. He's ready to go. I know the track record previously has not been great at Open Championship Golf, but uh, JT North of 20 is just really hard for me to avoid, so took him there. That's my, uh, that's my top of the board play. Well, Ryan, let's get after it, buddy. Justin Thomas, uh, 24 on Bet365. There's Wait. a 25 on Cool Bet uh, up here in the Great North. Um, kind of all the reasons. It's... Uh, I have my amazing Willie Zalator 70 to one future. What am I worried about is that long irons are not like the wagon this week that it really is that not say Willie's not great at it, but Willie's strength, like even like his strength is not going to be there. His strength is that like 180 yard iron that he's going to hit to like seven feet. And you're like, Oh my God. Um, it's more of that. Like get, 
Anyway, the shorter range, I'm in on JT. I'm not even a JT stan. Bet him at the PGA. It worked out. We're, we're back here. And, um, yeah, piggyback that with, with more bets. Cam Smith, 30-1. to 1. Uh, Spieth Light, yep. I think, uh, you know, in a lot of ways. Uh, I think scrambling is kind of overrated in the, like, big long-form view. And, like, when we're com- looking at courses that we play here in North America, it's just a different kind of scrambling all together. We're like... There's not a stat that, like, you just have to go on your perception of, like, guys being creative and good enough. And Cameron Smith certainly is. So that was the next bet um, that I that I made. Big old uh, generous fairways helps him, too, right? We have some shared fairways here. Um, I do think there's a little bit of, like, the corollary with the Masters, too. And that's something why Cam Smith is another painful. Okay, do you buy into what trends do you care about the most? Because we now are at an event where St. Andrews is the only other major venue, Ryan, that almost allows you to not, not a full Augusta approach, but it's really the only other major venue that almost allows you to like, has a long enough trend base, like uh, that only the masters has, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I try to not care about the Augusta one, but it's so mind-blowing. And the most mind-blowing part about it, guys, is the only person that doesn't qualify for the Augusta trend is Louie, who then has subsequently gone on to be an like a five-star Augusta player songs win. Um, so there's no ignoring that. So anyone you're betting, I'm betting, guys, in some ways they do check this box. It's another yeah. nice nugget for Xander backers um, mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah, Cam Cam Smith takes some criticism for how he's played in other majors outside of the Masters, but, oh, this one rings the bell. <laughs> rings the bell for me. Let's go. I thought Cam was going to be on Andy's card. I will play him top 20. I don't see him winning this one for some I'm going to have to go look back why I hated him. I've gone back and forth, and, again, if we want to just talk course, it's been a little – tricky to kind of figure out what is going to matter because you have all these <clears throat> i don't know they're not contradictory statements but they build on each other hey the fairway the fairway on this one hole is 129 yards wide like all these fairways are like 75 goddamn like they're huge you can land jumbo jets on here air lingus is landing on this plane you know and but at the same time and then we have people hitting their club and it sounds like they're hitting concrete so are you really going to be able to control your drives if you're just trying to piss rope it 360 on the fly? You're going to end up at the bottom one of these bunkers that looks like the well from Silence of the Lambs, and you're not going to have any fun then. I'd rather so have I, a guy I, that's going to hit it over the bunker than the guy that's going to maybe try to run it on that concrete. You take one hard nibble right or left wrong, and then you go right on the trage into the yeah. bunker. But, but so I, I, I don't I know. see quotes yourself, on that, though, Jeff. Yeah, I saw quotes I where they said, like, I want to – That's where I'm at. I saw – Hit it over the bunker. And I know they're probably no, I, everywhere. But No, I mean, but I, that's what I'm trying to say is they said, like, the people who can drive it over these bunkers, <laughs> they're going to have trouble controlling how far it runs no matter what. And they hit it over trouble. And it runs far enough where it finds the next trouble. <laughs> like these balls are running 60, 80 yards on some of these holes. This is a really stupid event to be betting the amount of money I'm probably going to end up betting. <laughs> Forget yeah. like the variables on the open in general, the wild card. 
this one does feel like they're playing a concrete that it's got and it's really all they can do they want to host this event here it's got no defense if the wind's going to be down they got to make it tough um i go back and forth all the time thinking like any like for 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 eight months like i don't know it's saint andrews it's like so old you saw me the modern clubs balls players like two or three of these guys aren't going to just break it and then you always come back to like no it just won't get broken like by hell or high water it won't get it's never gotten broken as uh a hundred years ago they probably were worried guys were going to come in there and break it you know in 15 yeah. we were worried guy was going to come in there and break it and zj went so yeah it, it, like i don't i don't know at, at this point that's it's where, like that's brady. Where the bombs come in like, baby at this point it's brady maybe we just have to think it's not going to get broken until it gets broken and then we'll have the conversation about it but um i don't i don't I flip-flop back and forth. I don't know what the right way to play it is. I just know you're going to have to be creative. I think, like, of any course, like, experience might matter here than it did last year. I'm not to, like, downplay what Morikawa did. Um, I'm all over the place. Oh, yeah, it's a dumb... Be up in the night betting it live, maybe, but I'll... I don't know. I like to bet pre-tourney. That's what I do. I'm staying in the lane. I I, I stay in. I'm a, and I'm over invested. I do think it is the hardest of at least the you know the four majors so far. Four majors to cap because we you know Augusta we know we I think the course history speaks to itself there. It's a smaller field because you can just cross off what forty guys. You can take the Brooks the other three. Oh, sorry, yeah, we got absolute gems. I think in. It's Southern Hills and then in Brookline, the country club. But we kind of know the profile of player that wins a PGA and wins a U.S. Open. So it's very easy. Like Jeff's talked about that a lot. Like, look, these are the guys that win here. This is the type of player profile that wins. And this, because you look here historically of what's done well at this course, at St. Andrews, distances matter a lot. But then you look at some of the other courses in the Rota for the Open, and it's been more of like driving accuracy and guys that can scramble in some of the, you know, the wizardry. So it is kind of wild. And then you have this, the, you know, Zach Johnson pops up. So it is, I think, definitely the most difficult major to cap. Wild card feels in play. Like if a wild card wins, you got it. You're just going to be like, okay, that makes sense. Like that mm-hmm. Kevin Kisner player profile can be great here and, you know, go toe to toe. I, I guess with your, you know, super elites. So I don't know. In the end, I just chose to play it how I, it seems like I play every major. And if I get got by like something crazy, I get got. Now that being said, like Andy, I'm, I'm sure we're all looking forward to, you know, throwing out our hundred to ones. But um, yeah, so the camps. I didn't wagon, that short. Uh, and I'm on the Cantley wagon. Back to yeah, I got that. I thought they you know, did a recording for something on Sunday. There were 33s, 35s. I'm like, this just seems fair. The results yeah. are, the results, I don't know. How can you argue with the results other than you'll throw the the master or the major stuff um, out, out at me? But I could not, I could not uh, stay away. He's coming in at nearly double the odds of Spieth and, and Shoffley in his recent form is thir- three, 14, 13, 4. 
I don't know, one of the better scrambling from 30 yards and in. Putter seems to be coming. Mm. I'm not one of these guys that looks at the other majors as this guy's a major loser. I've seen that he's won at Memorial twice. You're not, like, incapable of winning at, like, a very stout venue um, against the best field in the in the world. So I'm just back. I'm just back there. Um, yeah. So those are the three bets I got inside of 40. In the playoff run, obviously. You got Cantley as well? Yeah. I, again, I didn't get as uh, good of a number as Jeff, but I found a 28 this morning. It makes- and it was... A- yeah, it was the same kind of reasoning as what you know what Jeff just said, and yeah, he's again winning a major is hard. Winning any golf tournament is hard, but he does have wins. He, you know, he crushed last year at the playoffs. Like he just found his zone. Like Jeff said, he's won at Memorial a couple times. Um, you know, you maybe I'm not super excited about a Zozo win, but the guy has won tournaments. The guy has competed, and like just if you want to do the thing with form again, his form is. Fine. In fact, his form is probably top five in the field right now. If you want to start, you know, using things outside of wins, just finishes, total strokes gained at DK points, get nuts with it. I don't care what metric you want to use. He's probably top five in form right now. And yeah, his number should probably be in the low twenties. If the season went where like in a way where Xander continued what he did and he didn't win the travelers and like, I, what bet three six five did after the travelers? I'm so mad at myself. And probably I know a few guys that did it. Just like that's the best number. Like that's a number. But um, if Zan- if it was like flip, like Cantley went on his run and he was fourteen sixteen, and Xander was thirty two thirty twenty, I'd be like, I think I'm in on Xander. Like I'm at that. Like you know, um. <laughs> Yeah, and it wasn't long ago where Cantley was just down in that that range. So I think it's incredibly fair. Cantley, Cam Smith are are uh, I think like just very fair numbers that check everything for me. And Justin Thomas, I it's I love betting on like a a super elite talent in a major. Like I'll just like it's part of my major betting profile. We're yeah. gonna go with like one big boy, and in this case, it happens to be the drifted elite, like the most drifted elite. So I'm happy to do that. And, and, and those guys, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I like it. Can't win, but I don't need, I don't know how to defend Cantley anymore. Like, I don't really want to either. Cause I don't yeah. like the guy and he's annoying to look at when you don't, <laughs> bet him, but there's like, the Cantley, the air, and he's like, the Cantley, Cantley issue in the short term. Um, again, like, and I get it. You zoom out and like think about just kind of the who the who the player is, and not getting locked down into any statistical modeling on a short term basis that you can manipulate to to tell yourself a story. Last thirty six rounds, though, one hundred and fourth in the field in three pot of avoidance, and that matters here because we have monstrous yeah. shared greens. So you're going to leave yourself with a lot of you know lag putting is going to be massively important. He struggled with that of late. Maybe that changes and has not been great from like 125 in with a short iron stuff. Again, that is a small sample that is, you know, getting a number close to 30 or in the thirties on a guy that has his pedigree. It makes sense. That's kind of why he didn't, is not popping for me, I think. Um, but I get it. And I also just, he's just not a guy that I bet. And I just friggin' bet nothing but guys that I bet literally all year and over the last three years this week and uh, feel good about that type of card. I do not have Jeff's future. 
on Zal, but I took Zal at 33. There's no shot in hell that I'm going into a major without Zalatoris. Uh, basically, especially if he's north of 30. Um, Andy, you probably don't have room to jump on the Zal trainer, did you? Top 10. I'm, I am going to have a bigger card than I usually have because it's not. I, you should never bet this way. This is horrible betting advice, but <laughs> I'm up on the year. Like, I think you get, uh, it's like when you're looking down at your chips uh, at a poker table, you play differently when you're the short stack. If you if you have won and you want to have some fun and you think you have some value, I'm going to play as much stuff as I think has value. I've talked about this before. I don't think I'm as good at top 20 betting, uh, top 10, 20, 40, whatever, as you and Ron. I struggle in that a little more. I kind of want to start evaluating how I'm doing that, but I'm definitely going to be adding a few of those. I don't do that as much. So Zal is Zal is going to be a top twenty bet for me. I don't have room for him on the card. I missed the good numbers on that. But again, real and real quick, back to the win equity thing. Like I'm looking at Xander and Cantlay, same guy. It's the same guy. Like Cantlay, win equity. Hey, they can't You cannot win a major. Off of major. And and it yeah, it's it's just like what if what if Cantlay had won, you know these. Uh, a few tournaments over it's the just, last few weeks. Think about what's happened in golf in the last month. In the last fucking month, okay? Fitzpatrick, this dweeby guy that, like, some people want to never bet because I don't like how he looks and he never closed, gets his major, and then Xander has his, like, run. You, like, you cannot, using the, that guy can't win, or that guy's, like, unless we're actually talking about, like, a bad player. But in terms yeah. of like the quality of players that were in that betting zone from, that doesn't fly. Like, like there's a lot of reasons to not like Patrick Cantley. To think he can't win the big one or doesn't have the balls for it or something like that, that's not the answer to why Patrick Cantley can't win. Uh, no, I would, this I would week. never. I know. I'm not I, saying I've you're saying that. Using that. No, no, no. I get. What no, you're I, I'm just saying. And I, but I also get it from the standpoint like it's so hard to decide who you're going to bet on. Like by hell or high water, I got to cross off names. If I think a guy can't win, and that's why I'm going to cross him off. Like, yeah, you got to get get your list down. Um, I'm anyway. I'm just saying what we've seen and, with Fitz and, and, yeah, and Xander. And like, despite, despite what you know, Ryan just said about him, like he gained strokes putting, finished well in Scotland. Like he, despite not actually probably playing his best, he top five last week. The greens are going to be similar as, as far as the surface. Like, like you guys have both talked about this. They're massive. Like you could build a house on some of these greens. It's bigger than a lot of people's yards, you know, the double greens and whatnot. But it's funny. So I, I, I will say quick, I did met Morikawa too. So mm. of my four reasonables, it's like I got the two guys who just can't win a major narrative. And then I got two guys who've actually won here before. Love it. Not here, well, here, but have won this major. So, Morikawa yeah. is a guy I shit on a little. I won't spend much time on him, but I shit on him over the last few months. Just said his numbers too high. He's not playing at the elite, elite level. But great, it's like thirty-five. What, what are you gonna do? Like, I'm, I'm gonna take that at this point because we saw him adapt to this sort of turf last, and it, it worked. Like, and again, maybe it's not the long irons like you guys alluded to with Zal, but I'm fine with his short stuff too, and. If he runs hot with the putter, hot enough, he'll compete. So big number had to bet Morikawa. Didn't Love bet him. It. We'll feel like a moron because I bet Cam Smith and Cantley and yeah. Morikawa's at the same or bigger. There's a three six five boost. I think like thirty five or forty 
even. It's it's stupid. Um, yeah. I get a few in this next range. I imagine at least one of them is uh, a bet that I think. I got three really... bets in this next range. Okay. Um, I can't not bet Sam Burns. I got Burns at forty-five. I bet I bet Sam Burns and Sam Burns can play uh, link style golf. Has fared well, did not fare well last week at the Scottish, but has in the past. And I just I Sam Burns is the guy that I bet, and I'm betting guys that I bet this week. Um, there's a lot to like from a statistical standpoint, and a little bit of course history standpoint for Tony Finau. And Tony Finau at 50 is a really nice number. If you happen to have Circa, Circa's got a 59 out there, which is very generous. Everyone else has moved. Um, you know, DraftKings came out right away with like a 35 on Finau. So mm-hmm. I love Finau. I think it's a great number. I will obviously back it up with probably a top 10 or a top 20. But I think that that number for him right now is a great play. With anything that you think is going to matter this week, par four scoring. We have 14 par fours, three putt avoidance. He's top five. Um you know, strokes gain T to green. We know scrambling and around the green is noisy. Recently, he's been terrific. Like, good drives, distance. Everything that we want is Tony Finau, Jeff. Uh, tell me you're on it. Yeah, uh, I, I'm on Finau. Uh, Monday, Mark, 66 to 1 on Bodog out of the gate Monday. Um, yeah, 55 also for a little for, – for some re-up action. I'm <laughs> – it's not gonna be a Finau party. Finau's like your alma mater is in March Madness. Like you're putting a few, you're put, betting on them to win the tournament. He's a guy. Uh, and and something happened with Fleetwood where he became kind of unbettable for me this week. So Finau gets my like friend of Feinberg money. Uh, and the fact that people who I trust, like yourself and others, who like are not Finau stands by any mean, they can be Finau like detractors are positive and betting him this week. That's got me really excited. Samber's the man. I'm not betting it. Uh, I just think he's the man. Um, and who's your third in this range? At 55 on Decky. Yeah, we're, we're together on that, buddy. So uh, Decky for me. Uh, people can look at what Spieth did at the Scottish, and they're, like, really happy. And I made this point with Mayo. You have to make your own case for yourself. Like, if Spieth came first or seventh, if you bet him before or wanted to bet him, like that shouldn't have changed anything. Decky played horribly in Scotland, apparently. But he had fourth at the U.S. Open, and for the purposes of my bet this week, I use the mental angle. I'm just happy he played. Yeah. Like, I'm just happy this isn't his first start since his fourth at the U.S. Open. That he teed it up, disrespected elite. Uh, I've only got a 50 on Decky, but, but uh, yeah, 50... 50 on Decky, that that 66 on Finau, and I guys, I did it. I like bit the apple. I bit the apple with the uh, Dustin Johnson. I I Ooh. made the bet 40 40 to one. Um, yeah, I could see why there are detractors to it, but I, I think he's just. Just slow walking right into a great situation. Andy, Andy's a detractor. Andy thinks he's not, hashtag not good. Very much. <laughs> there are like, few that, I, I don't know. We saw we saw a little bit, you know, at uh, the last live event where he was in contention. But it, it's hard to, you know, take that and make sense of what it is. He played okay at the players. 
We saw him play. Hey, good hey, when Mayo, People yeah, would tell you a third in that in field is worth playoffs. more than Boston's win. That's the thing. Like, I, I, I got to throw that out. I can't take any of that into account when, you know, actually looking at a guy's form. But, man, he, he, he wasn't bad at the U.S. Open. And he's like, just putter abandon him. Finished 23rd at a U.S. Open where we all acknowledge those live guys were like, at the U.S. Open, there couldn't have been like a worse spot major. They all look back in their careers and be like, that was like the most mental expletive major I think I ever played in my career. Imagine getting the money those guys got. Imagine, Andy, you get the money like an insane raise, and then you go get a like peacock into where all your buddies from your old job work. Like, and then all the questions, and he actually played pretty good, as we saw other guys play completely horribly. I don't know, but he's a veteran now. Like, he's truly a veteran. And it's crazy, like, he's almost closer to the old man than the young guard. Like, I don't know. I think there are a lot of things that work. Like Decky, very underrated, clean ability to, like, make that, like, the lag putt stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, you could, yeah, it's not a perfect pick. I'm expecting it to lose, but I'm in. I'm in. I, I bought the grease. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it is going to matter on his putter. His putter is what's going to matter here. Like, yeah. when he's played well, when he's done anything of substance, it has been on the heels of his putter. I mean, just as far back to last year's playoffs, like he gained most of his strokes on the green. When he, It's not like he won, but he placed high enough to get a shitload of money. <clears throat> That's where he got his taste. He, he got sixth at the BMW and eighth at the Tour Championship. And he smelled blood. I was counting my money in fifteen. The big checks. I was counting my money in fifteen. As that weather got down, he was winning. The weather went down. He put out those double barrel seventy five, seventy fives. It was. I think that was before even won a major yet. So that was still where I had to come on the next morning and be like, "I promise you, he's not a loser." Now, like, um, he was so good Thursday, Friday. Yeah, and if he wins, uh. Like, I'm a fan of him. Like, that's the one thing I've noticed with Liv. Like, even seeing a bit of it, seeing Patrick Reed, Dustin Johnson, guys I've always kind of been a fan of, whether you like them or not. My feeling, I'm still a fan of them. Like, watching them play. I didn't, like, look at them and be like, I don't like you anymore. In the same way that, um, you know, even having, like, a moment of, like, not liking Eric Weddle in another football jersey. Like, I didn't even have that sort of, like, feeling. You know, like, of uh, like that we get as sports fans. Like, None of that. Like, my allegiances kind of still totally remained um, in one way or in, in always, I, I guess. So, yeah. And, yeah, maybe, and that's where I'm at, too, because I have an outstanding bet with Cal over uh, DJ going 0 for 8 on the live this year. He still didn't See, that's where I, I don't know. Still just a, well, because I, I look at the stats, it's like, this guy is going to have to win. And you know what? He's going to have to just be like one of those guys that gets hot with his putter and the rest of his game is just okay enough because the rest of his game isn't showing me enough to, you know, say this guy can win a major championship. So I had to, I'm probably just never betting him again outside of live. If it, if the number finally gets big enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, right on, on Decky and, and Zalatoris too. Both of those guys are not guys that we think of as like, they're almost team no putt guys in a way. They're both terrific lag putters. They're like three putt avoidance is outstanding. So we know that Zal can be really dicey 
up close, whatever, inside out, shaking, all those things. So, yeah, like putting, terrific. I'm obsessed with him because I I think he's like condition proof in the sense that if it turns into like a minus six, minus eight, like some classical open. Now, let's St. Andrews, even if it w- blows wind, they'll still get to like 15. It like, sure. Even if it's windy, they'll get to a number. It's not going to be like stupid. Yep. Now, there's a, um, but yeah, Zaltors, I'm happy with them at Birdie Fest. I'm happy with them in a, in a, in a grind, but, um, I don't know. So who's got the biggest numbers? Who's got the biggest numbers here on, on any on any guy? Talk well, to me I got one more guy that's kind of in this range now, but he wasn't when I bet him. Homa. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And again, like last week, the Homa, like Homa had Dude, the, they need a one on MGM as a Sunday. And I know they're what futures at a hundred or probably even deeper or nineties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Homa was on the wrong side of the draw last week of the Scottish and balled out. And yeah, I don't know, like just i think he's just he's awesome you look at his statistical profile he's literally gaining more strokes in each category he's positive everywhere across the bag and he's up over if, his best anywhere else like he's just so yeah awesome. i i love yeah. him we we both had him when when we got wells fargo i've bet him elsewhere i've used him in plenty of matchups he always grades out high in everything i do i couldn't bet him because i missed the number sure and i, I hate i hate when i say i have to do that but then i saw the draw he's not going to play well like there's no chance. Yeah. You, get, you, 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 like, it's so stupid. It's a terrible narrative. It's me justifying not betting. I, it I agree with Andy. <laughs> Sitting, walking, walking 36 with Eldrick. Good luck. Do you remember luck, when he won it. Riviera? This no, he won Riviera, and then it was if he wins Memorial, be like the Riviera Memorial like thing would be the coolest thing ever. Like to have both of them. Actually, I take that back. The coolest thing ever would be to get to group with tiger woods on thursday and friday and then win on sunday the 150th open championship you just retire at that point you just retire become the commissioner of the pga tour that's (laughs) literally would be his calling never have to play again despite the fact that he like makes the cut on the number or something in Scotland. And then he goes to play Friday afternoon at a course. He just wants to play because they had an open tea time and it's hard for even these guys to get a tea time. Um, so he's just obsessed with sport. And I, we love him. I think he's so, if he wins, make a movie, make a fucking movie, <laughs> Ryan. Like I'm kind of, and I'm, and I'm not a guy that's mad. He missed the number. Cause I don't think I was ever betting him despite being such a fan or Stan. I kind of am closer though agreeing with Andy. Like, I don't want to bet into that. I, I get it. Into that. I, and least, I get I like the point. movie idea. At least you got sorry. your point. Sorry, yeah. we ma. We're making a sequel called the same the the real greatest uh game. Yeah, exactly. and, it's Max, and I do I do think he competes. He is somebody I probably will be using plenty in matchups if they if they give me, you know, the right kind of matchups with him. But I, I again I missed the number. I I, I made this as my uh, we used to do this on the deep dive for NFL every year. We'd do New Year's in August and say, like, what did I fuck up last year? What should I try to be better about? Like, I remember five years ago, we were like, what's CLV? We should track our plays. And, you know, come a long way, but we've always come up with good stuff. And for me, I'm just horrible about betting futures on majors. And I have the worst FOMO seeing these guys because it's like, hey, it's January. I really think Scotty's getting it. And they bet all four. 
it's not like you have to win two to make your money back. Literally, just get one of those. And not only are you getting crazy value compared to where he was at Augusta, but like the Zal numbers, I get it. They didn't come through. But you got crazy. You still do if you have a Zal number in this. You have a crazy good number compared to the market. The yeah. Homa numbers. There's people with 200 to ones on max from back you know, probably even pre Wells Fargo. So the, that's something I got to get better at. It sucks for content. I've said this before. Like, I hate to tell you guys like, Hey, unless you saw that one show like six months too. ago, even, even or, or you caught, yeah, yeah, you caught a tweet that I sent out in like February. Sorry, you don't get this, but for my, you know, my pocketbook, I think I do want to get a lot better at yeah. this. So I, I, I will not cheer against Max Homa because I know enough people that have crazy ass numbers on him. Yeah, that's what the Discord's for, though. We can post the official pick in the Discord, take advantage of the dollar per month, and get that pick in as soon as we make it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm just again, I'm pot committed with Homa. At the same time, like he's paid off, so it's not like I just there's a guy that every time I watch, I'm like, damn, he's getting just statistically. I love seeing this improvement. He feels like he belongs there. 80 feels disrespectful. You know, um, 90 felt disrespectful. So now, obviously, that's that's shorter. But I get not chasing him into the Eldrick bubble. Uh, and all the storm that that's going to bring. So um, bomb time. I have three um, north of 125. Um, Jeff, you go it. first. What are your bombs? I want to hear yours, buddy. What do you got? You say me or Andy? Jeff. Okay, so I haven't made a bet, but we're now down to like a five-man list, and I'll throw on like two or three of them. Okay. Uh, Leishman, 100. Adam Scott, 100. I don't see not betting Adam Scott 100 because I said at Christmas, there's one magic veteran moment this year. It's going to be from Adam Scott. Um, Peters, like 130, 140. Woodland, 130, 140. Reed, 125. So there's five. Yeah, five guys um, that I'm looking at in my bomb aspect. And I've kind of, yeah, haven't bet any bomb yet. So I got bomb bet bombs to bet. Who you guys got? I got one of those. I bet Leishman at 125. Okay, great. Yeah. Seems like it makes a lot of sense. Um, even Scott, Scott 14th at the US Open. He really only cares about majors. Yeah, if he wanted know. every bag in the world, he would have taken a live bag three months ago. Shocked he didn't, to be honest. It's kind of shocked. You almost every at, at the end of each major, you're like expecting that live announce tweet. Yeah. Um, and if it doesn't happen after the FedEx Cup, you'll be totally like flabbergasted, to be perfectly honest. But yeah, um, and the other uh, Peter Ceiling Woodland, I just love in those form and Reed. I don't know, is Grinder just looks like yeah, yeah. So there, yeah. What you got, Andy? I got some real ugly ducklings. Couple guys <laughs> that played real bad last week, but they're my guys, and if I put enough numbers it just doesn't make sense and again maybe maybe chileans weren't meant to play on the scottish turf but mito at like two it's like 200 like you're gonna get a few bucks on me at 200 that's you know it's a guy i've bet over and over again and it's just maybe it doesn't work out here it probably doesn't he didn't play well in scotland but he has all the tools to play well and that's just a massive number for a guy who has competed in tournaments this year yeah, and then I mean it gets uglier from there. I'm gonna bet your first Keegan. open. Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna yeah. have to. I'm gonna have to double check that, but I don't think he played here last year. Right, checking right now. I think it is. 
be big. I mean, First I know Morikawa just did it. If that was an event that I get allowed him to play to his strengths, this would be. Yeah, I don't know. St. Andrews, I have to believe there's some level of like, I don't know. Yeah, go me. If he's your guy, he's your guy. I'm not, I love it. I love you, bet your guys. And the biggest events, even more reason. 2019 U.S. Open and then the uh, PGA and the U.S. Open this year are his three majors. Hold on. Yeah. Sort of cut you off, Andy. Ryan, you didn't bet Aaron Wise? I absolutely bet Aaron Wise. Oh, sorry. You <laughs> yeah. haven't seen it yet? Yeah, no, I, I bet three bombs. It was Leishman, um, Wise, um, I fucking bet Bryson at 130. Oh, okay, yeah, put him on my list. So I got six guys because he's still percolating. 130, guys. 130. Is that still out there? Where is that? Uh, that was in DraftKings. Yeah, I think it's like 110 now. I saw it as high as like 140, maybe. I mean, that's insane to me. And I know that he has not been good. And I know that, like, some of the short game stuff and like the creativity has kind of not been there and the putting hasn't been great. And I don't know, like it's just, we've seen if anyone's going to break a course, it's, it's been him. And we have all these, if it's like that she's playing really hard and fast and, and he can bomb some of these and can find himself with some Eagle putts on these par fours. Like, I don't know, like it just, I wouldn't have bet him at 65 or 70, which you see at some spots, but 130 on Bryson, I just, I had to do it. It just seems like an egregious number, to be honest. Yeah, yeah that's. I don't have him rated well at all. Me even either. off the even off the tee, but that's that's a stupid high number. I'm still not betting. I still can't cheer for him. I'm, I'm still I, mad at him, but Augusta. I agree. I Augusta. agree. But I cover um, my bases with Wise and Homa and Burns and JT. Like you know, yeah. those are all guys that I feel good you know about myself um, as as guys. So yeah, that's the card. Keegan, I oh. found 150. That one doesn't feel good. <laughs> you should you should feel bad when you place these bets. I don't know. He has a couple top 20s at the open back in the day. Like he he jives well with this style of course. He's fine with the driver, above average finding greens. Everyone should find these greens. They're again, they're the size of a, a county, but Keegan 150, and then again, uglier and uglier. Paul Casey, 201. First event, right? Since before the Masters? Yeah. Love Paul Casey. I I know. Love Paul Casey. 200. 200 I'll prop that. I'll play that in other ways. I'll have money on Paul Casey this week. Second to Louie last time. Not that that really matters. I would have probably really considered making a bet on him, even at maybe a bad number. But, like, no events played in months. That's tough. No. But it's, you know it's what? I, I'm not comparing leverage. them. Like, remind me. Like, I didn't even really follow it or look at it. People were like running to bet Pendrith last week. You didn't like playing months. How, yeah. So really, like, <laughs> you need like even a senior tour. Not to say that he could, but any any um even like one live event, I'd feel a little better. Like a, a tee it up. No, no. Okay. Good luck. Have fun. No, so Casey and then Russell Henley. Yeah. That one I don't hate. 225 this morning. No, excuse me, 250 at uh, Bodog Bovada. I said, <laughs> I was looking. I'm like, God, if I get like a 150 on Henley, I'd probably take a punt. And I see a 250 and had a little giggle. Said, well, this will this will be fun if he's in contention. I haven't had a, I was going to say the last, it was, 
Smalley. Alex Smalley was my last bomb that actually had some contention to him. Those are fun. Even when they don't come through, like the thrill of seeing a guy with a triple-digit price, you know, even on Friday, especially once he gets to Saturday, then it starts to feel like you're oh, yeah. sweating. But it just feels like I'm doing something right. Somewhere along the line, I picked something right. So, yeah, this uh, this is disgusting, and I wish this part wasn't even on the air. But I'm going to share it. I'm pro- I mean, he's not going to get an outright bet, but I I think there's some really people get huge numbers on this guy to even top forty. Um, <laughs> Emiliano Grillo um, is 450 at circa. Um, some people will tell you that there is some corollary to John Deere and Augusta. <laughs> Why, because Zach Johnson with like <laughs> what is uneven, one? Is that uneven fairways. There's some guys that have done well. That's the story I'm telling myself on Grillo's T2. Uh, okay, well, that works for your Bryson bet. Yeah, right. That works for my Bryson <laughs> bet. Too. He can't figure out Augusta because they wouldn't give him a greens book for years. But uh, often he's been really good for Grillo. And we know that the irons can be hot. The putter is typically pretty awful. But again, I'm not betting him at 450 to win. That's a crazy number. But like to T40 to show up a little bit, um, I don't hate him as an absolute kind of just super bomb from a finishing position standpoint. So we don't talk about that very often here. I got enough bombs from an outright standpoint to not burn money on Milano Grillo and and be mad Thursday morning when I wake up when he's already plus eight. Um, but hey, stranger things have happened. I I do have him popping in a weird spot. I did some specific Same. modeling on just like. Who do I think can tame these fairways? Like, and again, we're saying they're wide as shit, but I said, who can control it, avoid some of these problems on the right-hand side, still hit it with some distance, and put them in a safe spot for a good approach shot? And Grio came up number one for me when I did this. And I said, well, what is going on with this? Because I don't have him very high for form. You know, it's not like he's a bottom 20 player in any of this, but like form middle of the pack uh, irons again, higher up top 30, top 40 for that. when he's, you know, on his game and then three part of Yeah. His course fit. It's above average when I start plugging that all in. So he is it's funny. It's Teach funny Royal St. George's last year. Yeah. You brought him up and it's funny. Cause he's on my short list for top forties. Yeah. Like I will be playing a top 40, the best price I can find on all four of my bombs. And then I'll probably be adding two or three other ones. Like I said, more top 20, top 40 bets this week, which yeah. sucks because I've got a tonight after the deep dive, getting in the truck, heading to that Casey's across the border. <laughs> we don't have a uh, top 40s in the offshore market for the most part. Put the kids to bed. Get in the truck. And to it. Iowa, guys. Daddy's going to... Burn some cash. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of the nice way to say it. Although, yeah, hey, shout out. Uh, I did figure out how to get money out of Circa. Super easy. Nice. Like, remember I said I just, anytime I've won money on a legal book, it's betting through somebody else. And just like, hey, Venmo me your winnings. So this one, uh, yeah, they just hook up with your bank account. It took like a day. Shout out Circa. That was awesome. Yeah, no, I haven't really had an issue. Uh, my most annoying thing in this like crazy landscape is, I've been um, on sites I'm not even winning bets. Like, I've never even cashed out. I've been, like, axed. Like, they won't let me because I think they realize, like, live betting, like, I'm always getting, like, an amazing number. Yeah. So they're like, this guy hasn't won, 
but he's clearly like way ahead of us. So we don't want him. Um, but here's a here's a what do you a public service announcement? The only loser by blocking me from your account book is you. Like, <laughs> like no, like are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? You're lost. No, that's like it just shows you how like this landscape of the sports book. They don't even know what they're dealing with. They don't know who's a sharp, who isn't. They like are so quick to just ask people or limit people, and they don't have a clue. Yeah, I'm the I'm the last person on earth you want. Like, I just put roll it onto NFL stuff. Like, come on, man, come on, get get out of town. <laughs> Yes, yeah, CLV will get it done, even without wins and losses. CLV yeah. will will get it done. That's that's caught me in football a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's hey, Circa is a, a great place to continue to grow, and that's kind of their their mo is they won't limit anyone. They'll they feel good about the numbers they post, and I know Circa's coming to Illinois here very shortly too. So I'm yeah, about that. that's a, I'm the most happy about that is when I do bet in the legal jurisdictions. I've won my outright at Circa and I've lost every outright I've placed at DraftKings or FanDuel. So I keep them happy. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm getting the better of the number there sometime too, but at least I'm continually losing all the bets I place and keeping them uh, at happy. But also just like I've had, I have not had to complain about a sports book in a long time. Like everybody's been really fucking cool lately. Bet, bet us which I did not think very highly of from us. I think they've made some changes in management and stuff, but like they cashed out Bitcoin stuff in like six hours. Like, I've, you know, it used to be bet online was the only one that would, you know, cash out quick. Everyone else was a, a days, weeks for some of these places, but yeah, like they, uh, God, this is up in your nape of the woods there, Jeff Shane, right. To go forth. Well, what? That was my, uh, my, my wow. I know somebody somebody just tricked me into placing some bets on that. So I'm sitting at a restaurant with my wife and she's like, I didn't even know you liked hockey. Like you're really into this draft. I'm like, yeah, I only need to see like the first five picks. I have some <laughs> weird numbers on some things to go walking okay. at the top. Do you like have another minute to tell me like what is the book's response gonna be to what like how are they gonna fight back to the draft guys? Um, that really so, took them for a, like, what is their move going to be? They're not idiots. They, that, 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 like, but they got got on these drafts and they know they got got and they're not going to let it happen again. Like everything's going to be like the hero challenge. Like everyone's odds are just going to be short. Like, I don't know. Yeah, what would, are they gonna... just, you, you saw it during it where they increased the hold to like, you know, 80% on some of these markets where you had your two favorites uh, to the NBA where it was Paolo and uh, who's our guy Smith but there. They're going by mock drafts like like those know, initial lines like they're... They really are and and but I mean they, they increased the hold where there was other people in the market but they had it minus 140 for one minus 110 for the other and I don't even think that's enough. If people so have info... Like, like, what, what, they... like what's, your, what's your bet Jeff if you know something for sure? I don't care if it's minus 140 or minus 1400. Back in the day at Five Dimes, they offered a line on two over one and a half Notre Dame players to go in the first round of the NFL draft. And it was 
two two a lineman and a linebacker. Either way, they were both top ten prospects. They opened at like minus two hundred, and we just kept betting it until like I didn't have money in my five dimes account because it's like what what is what is your bet on a limit? On a They're just not going to let you make a bet. They're, like they might literally that's, treat that's it with wrestling. Like they don't know who's in the limits, Royal but. Rumble, but we're not going to let you bet so much. Like we're gonna do it because it's entertaining and you guys like to do it, but we're not gonna let you do that again. Like, That's there's a, yeah, I would thing. just lower and the, lower on the their list. side and think Trayvon Walker. Thank you guys. Like that was freaking amazing. And I saw what happened with the NBA and the other night. There's just no way they let that like they let themselves get exposed again. I feel they're too smart, right? Or I should we, we, print those out. Like I should I should I do like I have my you know. One of my older aunts do a cross stitch of my my Walker, my Paolo, and my Yurov tickets. Yeah, you're just <laughs> just po- you posing with the commissioner, Andy. Yeah, just <laughs> having having all three of them in there. But Outside no, it's, the frame it's, picture it's, of 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 all your live bets. They're gonna. Oh my God! Yeah, your grandson. Great job, buddy. But no, they they're just going to have to lower limits. And like uh, Rex, um, I think he's with Play Up. He just said we're just not going to offer it. Why? He's like, we, we want to be a, a bookmaker who offers like the, the real bookmakers, them circa they're, they're not going to offer bets on this. They have no interest in losing money. They take real money, real big money. Or they just show up real events where it's yeah, like, or, or, it's yeah. like 80 to one or six. Right. They can get hit. Like it's like eight to one at that point. Like, okay, yeah. you, want, you want to get us for eight to one. What Caesars did but, Caesars barely put anything out in relation yeah. to the rest of the market. Like they put out a lot of first pick stuff. But they didn't have player over unders until like two days before. Very, you know, just a few guys. You know, nothing egregious that you could absolutely destroy them. The all. public is so far ahead of them on this, though, and the that's so rare. More wild. And I'm, I'm even referring to the first overall stuff, which came in at big polarizing numbers. But to your point, Ryan, like the numbers, the ability, the over unders stuff, like they, the public. It's just so much more ahead of them on it at the moment. And that's so rare in in at least like the world of, of this, like yeah. house versus public uh, or versus, right? Just the people. So. Yeah. Just the information markets are such a different game that they can't, they just don't have an edge necessarily. Whereas they, you know, always kind of have the edge, right? And the game still have to be played. Whereas like we had, 48 hours out, multiple really strong sources on Apollo being one. And the market just told you it wasn't true. And then those just kind of get reaffirmed. And it's like, well, what do we do with this? Like, we just have to continue to hit it. Like, how many times? I looked at, like, I had, like, 22 bets the morning of, and seven of them were Apollo one at different prices. And, you know, so I hit a bunch of stuff the morning of. But, like, like Andy said, when you know it's right, it really doesn't matter if, the, you know, the market just keeps bouncing wrong, the wrong way. It's like we're the same spot with Trayvon. So, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I hope it comes no, again. It's the best. Yeah, <clears throat> I I doubt we'll ever have a year like this with the drafts being this wild. But like like Jeff said, even the over unders. Like, I won all three of my over unders in the NHL and the NBA. It's like six and one on those. And I when I say six and one. Again, that is like 28 bets because you can't bet much money on these over-unders. So it's like, well, when I want to bet one, I'm betting it at four or five places at the same time at yeah. 50 or 100 bucks a pop because that's all I can get down without being in a legal state. But it's, again, th- those are hard to beat. So I would just, like, if I'm a sports book, offer them, keep your limits capped. And on the futures, keep it capped to, you know, if it's, don't make it 
a hundred dollar limit on a bet, make it to win limits. Like you see that sometimes where, oh, you want to bet the longest shot on the board? You can only bet like five bucks to win, you know, ten thousand or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to you have to have that limit cap on the on the real long shots to avoid some of the nastiness there. So I think that's what you see, but these these recreational books, they're not gonna get away from this. And again, even if they get shit canned, like they're not gonna lose money that month, that year, maybe not even that week. Like they're fine. A lot of it is probably just good PR. Like, oh man, you guys, you guys got us so good this week. Like, we're gonna use this in all our social and all our our media now. And it's there's no such thing as bad PR. And those, you know, they're gonna get that back in same game parlays on one fucking baseball game that night. Like yeah. people are such degenerates. Like, and the people who do win, a lot of that money is coming back next month anyway. Like, oh, you won all this money in the NBA draft. Guess what? You're betting baseball now. Have fun, especially <laughs> late season baseball. Good luck. Good luck beating us at a super, you know, a hyper efficient major market. Like you're going to, you're going to give that money back anyway. So I think they're going to be fine, but I would, if I were them, I would lower limits. Like don't let people bet crazy amounts into this stuff. What I was, again, the, the first overall markets are the most liquid. And again, I complained about how much I can bet. I was still surprised at a couple places, like what they took early in the cycle and again shout another shout out bet any sport never took a cash out from them after they switched over to um from five dimes i was really worried about that money (laughs) or that account in general because it doesn't get used much but they were pretty good about it too so that's i think the ultimate answer is just limit people a little on the shit and but keep it up it's fun it's f- so fun to just see all the takes and all the all the tweets and articles and all the hoopla around these drafts. Like it's so much more fun than betting on a football game. Oh yeah, it's intoxicating. To be honest, it's the best best betting events. To be honest, so all right, gentlemen, good stuff as always. Open championship. Good luck to everyone out there. Again, head over to betspurtsgolf.com. One dollar for a month. I mean, we can't. I, I don't know what else to do. Uh, we, we want you to just kind of get, get in there. Like you said, Andy, we got a lot of unique tools that are just in beta mode. We would love for you to play around with them. This is your chance to do so. It gets you entry into the Discord. You get all the picks, conversation, talk with other like-minded folks around golf betting where, you know, you're talk to your friends about Emiliano Grillo. They'll scoff at you. Come into our chat and we'll meet you with where you're at and help Welcome you. Welcome arms. Yep. It's a, it's a Grillo safe zone. Safe spot for that. So. Jeff, what do you got going on this week? I just want to, I'll just end this show by saying uh, full disclosure, because we all remember the beauties. Last year, I bet Cole Morikawa to miss the cut. <laughs> so, like, even last year, Christmas, someone wanted, like, a write up for the staff, like, what was your best bet of the year? And I was like, I don't remember, but I remember my worst bet of the year, and I want to write up that. Like, that's the one I'll happily write up. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll laugh at myself about it if you want me to. Um, so, yeah, I bought into that tweet with that whole, like, yeah, I'm yeah, not reliving it. I don't want to relitigate it. When he <laughs> did, like, make the cut and was contending, I was like, I think he's going to win. Like, he got over the thing that I said he's going to miss the cut when it looked like he was fine. I'm like, oh, shit. He might win. He won. He's the man. There's 40 last year. There's 35s again. I'm going to feel really stupid on Monday. Live bet, Jeff. I bet, look, like three missed cut, that's, Thursday. I bet like three missed cuts all year. I bet on Burns to miss the cut at the Valspar. <laughs> Not only is he my, one of my guys, 
um, he went on and won the Valspar as well. So uh, he was spraying it at uh, Sawgrass, didn't like what I saw. And uh, yeah, he went ahead and fixed that real quick. And uh, yeah, I try to stay away from those, those miscut bets. So, all right, gentlemen, appreciate it as always. Uh, again, YouTube podcast form. Uh, if you were catching on one, you can find it on the other. And uh, we'll be here again, even though we don't have a major championship next week or for the rest of the year, we'll continue to ride this out here with this group through the playoffs. So uh, we'll be back. What do you got, Andy? I have uh, media credentials next week. I'll be on site. Oh, boots on the ground. So boots on the ground for the the prestigious (laughs) 3M Open at TPC Twin Cities, which is an M. Just an embarrassingly easy course. I can't imagine if they ever got like a really good field. Somebody would just rip it. I mean, the, the, even like it was a cam day. One of the cams won. There's too many damn cams. Yeah. It might have been Cam Davis. Cam Davis. Yep. Cam Davis beat uh, Louis in Vegas. It was uh, tight at the end. But again, they shot like 20 something under. So boots on the ground next week. Uh, check out the DFS show today at 2. Uh, we'll do a roundtable tomorrow at 5 Central. And uh, see so, ya. Yeah, enjoy the open, guys.